Wouldn't you know it, it is turkey time once again here at the North Quail Motel, and I can smell it in the air, that homemade dressing, sweet potato casserole, and I believe a pumpkin pie is about to make its way into the oven. With whipped cream to be added afterwards, of course. But don't worry, I will take care of you before I dig in, because we've got a legend and a legend in the making to be featured today. Speaking of Henderson's nearly world-famous beverage barn, a great place to stock up on your holiday refreshment. Plus, we're going to satisfy your sweet tooth with the Ruth Hunt Candy Company. The uh, headquarters in Mount Sterling, they also have a Lexington store. Their name has become synonymous with great tasting chocolates, bourbon balls, you name it. If you can imagine it, they have probably made it or definitely can make it. So, get ready because off we go with Blabbit in the Bluegrass, Thanksgiving Week Edition Season 4, Episode 7. Yum, yum, eat them up. Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Monkey's Eyebrow to Mumfordville, Madisonville to Masonville, regardless of where it is you're traveling here in the Commonwealth for Thanksgiving, we've got you covered right here and only here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass, Exploration and Celebration of all things Kentucky. I'm Sam Moore. I'm going to keep my comments short and sweet. And as you know, for me, that is always a chore. But we're going to make it happen because I've got two great guests from two great places, certainly worthy of your attention. Well, we've actually got three great guests when you consider that we will first be speaking with Brian and Justina McDaniel. They are a dynamic duo, well, more specifically, a married couple who proudly owns... The Beverage Barn, with four convenient locations in the Henderson slash Morganfield area, they're going to tell us why. The Beverage Barn is not only a wonderful place to stock up on everything you need for those holiday parties, but it's also a truly one-of-a-kind experience with wonderful people who will soon become your friends, a tasting room which you just can't find at any old liquor store, not to mention a very impressive selection which you definitely won't find at just any old liquor store. So stand by for those details. Then we're going to swing you to Lexington where we will visit with Riley Stafford. She is the manager of the Lexington location of the Ruth Hunt Candy Company, which is actually based in Mount Sterling, just about 30 miles over. And uh, they are, of course, famous for those delectable bourbon balls, those pulled cream candies, which everybody loves so much, much more. Riley's going to make us hungry, and with good reason. So uh, definitely some great, great gift ideas here on the program that you won't want to miss. 
And we certainly encourage you to get comfortable and hang around a while or listen while you cook. Either or, I'm just glad you're here. Before we get to Brian and Justina at the Beverage Barn, I do have yet another bluegrass brain buster for you. The goal is to do one of these each and every week. We will have the question now. We will have your answer at the end of the show. Now, Duncan Hines, whose name most people know in terms of his uh, great-tasting cake mix, which you've probably got in your cabinet. You're probably going to use it over the Thanksgiving holiday, actually. He's actually a Kentucky native, whether you knew that or not. I want to know where in Kentucky was Duncan Hines born? Again, most of you know Duncan Hines from his cake mix. It's actually not his recipe. <laughs> his name was put on it. But anyway, that's where most people know the name. He was... Uh, a very talented man in other areas, though, and he was a very successful salesman, entrepreneur later in life, and I want to know where in Kentucky he is originally from. So you think on that while you listen to Brian and Justina and later Riley Stafford. We will have your answer in the program's final segments. Good luck. And now, Blabbin' in the Bluegrass brings you a local business landmark. Well, with the holiday season upon us, you know you're going to need a little liquor to make your parties complete. And our featured guests today are co-owners of the one and only Beverage Barn with four locations in Henderson and Morganfield. Great places to not only stock up, but also a wonderful little shop to shake hands and make friends and just have a, a wonderful time and a wonderful experience. And here to enlighten us on uh, the history, all that they have to offer, the uh, unique setting and environment. It's none other than a lovely husband and wife couple by the name of Brian and Justina McDaniel. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Thank you. Glad to well, be Brian, here. You're, Brian, you're not too lovely. Maybe, maybe your wife is. <laughs> She's much more lovely than I am. There you go. But you know I love you, Brian. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, we're, we're sure glad that uh, you're here. How long y'all been married, by the way? Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. We got well, married shortly after uh, I bought the first liquor store. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so <laughs> that was a... A solid year nine years ago you bought a liquor store and got married you were quite productive I'd say yeah <laughs> well thanks so much for joining us today now uh tell me a little bit about each one of your backgrounds and describe what inspired you to venture into the quote-unquote beverage business well Sam I've been in the military 17 years now uh five of those years I was on active duty and uh, after I got back to duty, uh, I decided after doing some job searches and so forth that I wanted to own my own business. So I started searching and being from Evansville, I didn't know a lot about the Henderson area, but there's a liquor store for sale called Nolan's Liquors. And uh, so I took a chance and bought that and we haven't looked back since. Yeah, so I had a business in Evansville, a salon on First Avenue. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so I was doing that for a couple years and when Brian bought the liquor store, Nolan's, and um, once he bought Beverage Barn, it started to get to where he was overwhelmed with two businesses. And so I kind of stepped back from doing hair and decided to come help him. And it's been a great experience. <laughs> I see. So from, from hair to beer, you are quite yeah. the, 
<laughs> not the jack of all trades maybe a jack alone so <laughs> there we go so uh yeah who knows you might maybe you might end up you know doing hair at the beverage barn one of these days <laughs> okay i baby. think those days are long gone <laughs> oh, okay I, I understand well now um the beverage barn first opened its doors at least the first location in uh 2012 and it's still thriving so um what do you all feel has been the formula behind your uh, steady success and prosperity over the past nine years? Well, I, I think it's really been a combination of having uh, nice, clean stores uh, that are presenting to walk into, having a, a, a wide selection of products. You know, consumer habits are changing, and sure. uh, people want more selection. They're not they're not loyal to any brand anymore, so they're constantly wanting to try new things. And with social media. Uh, it's really accelerated that uh, that curiosity of different liquors and so forth. Uh, but we also train our staff very well, and they are educated on all the products that we have within our stores. So I think staff training is a big part of that as well. Oh, absolutely. Now, how many, uh, about how many employees do you have on staff there between the four stores? We currently have 26. And uh, I know that each of you have undoubtedly brought in your scope of knowledge uh, in the liquor scene a great deal since you've been in the liquor business. So uh, what have been your, your main sources of uh, education when it comes to the different types of liquor and bourbon and so forth that are popular these days? Well, it was uh, a new experience for Justine and I. When we first got in this business, we were basically just regular domestic beer drinkers. So we had to educate ourselves quickly. Uh, and, you know, most everything can be found on the internet nowadays. This is so true. we just started reading, researching, doing our due, due diligence on, uh, on product offerings. And that's really where we gain most of our, uh, our knowledge. And then also doing training online and uh, bourbon steward classes. And also going to distilleries and breweries and um, learn about their products and how they make it and um, trying right. it, sampling, of course. Developing uh, yeah. relationships <laughs> with those folks and taking advice from them. And, and uh, a lot of it has been learning through the school of hard knocks, I know, too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take, take whatever education you can get. By the way, my little Shih Tzu mix, JoJo, has decided to join us for this interview. She wants to know if you have any dog liquor. <laughs> oh, uh, we, we we need dog we have dog treats but that's the extent of it we need we need some uh, something else <laughs> see dog dog treats are a good place to start though with a number of local liquor stores in the henderson area and across kentucky why don't you two explain what makes beverage barn the gold standard of excellence i i start off by saying uh being an independent store we have uh we're very nimble and we can move fast as opposed to some of the other big chains uh, across the state so we're able to bring in new product offerings quicker. We're able to train our staff up on those new products and uh, they're able to educate the consumer. Um, and staff, staff training is really the most important thing. You know, you have to have a knowledgeable staff because a lot of people know what they're looking for, but you do have people come in looking for uh, suggestions on a daily basis. And that's yeah. one of the reasons. The other reason is just product selection. Like I said before, uh, product offerings used to, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you might have 10 bourbons to choose from. Now we have like 250 bourbons on our shelves that, uh, that consumers can look at and, and choose from. Big difference. <laughs> yes, indeed. Justina, would you like to add anything to that, dear? 
Yeah, just having the large selection. So, you know, lots of options, different choices of wine and sure. liquor. And um, we've Absolutely. got a huge selection of brandy and scotch. Uh, a lot of things you don't see in a lot of liquor stores. So the same say brandy. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. But uh, anyway, Justine, by the way, does the radio spots for the beverage barn. So we got to make sure that we give her the <laughs> the time that uh, yes, she deserves. Yeah. If you ever feel I that enjoy you enjoy doing those, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's great. And if you feel the need to interrupt Ryan and I at any point in time during this interview, um, you just you just butt right on in, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she tells me I don't have the face or voice for radio. So <laughs> oh goodness, you're you're holding your own so far, Brian. So <laughs> you're doing good, buddy. Now when. Uh, when speaking of the tasty temptations and stock at the beverage barn, I suppose the splendid selection of local craft beer is the perfect place to start. So uh, why don't you two give us an overview, if you would, of the lovable local craft brews available for us to choose from there at the beverage barn? Well, we're fortunate enough as a small community to have a local brewery uh, that we partner with. We've done... Uh, a beer, the Beverage Barn Lager, and we also just picked up their bottles that they're doing, you know, for this holiday season. So they're a great partner of ours. So we definitely recommend you checking out our local brewery. And uh, you can even pick up something on draft here at the Beverage Barn or uh, pick up a bottle. Uh, but we also have a number of other local uh, breweries that, that we recommend uh, Against the Grain uh, out of Louisville. You also sure. have Rheingeist, which is, six. yeah, West Six out of Lexington. Uh, Ryan guys is probably our best seller. They're out of Cincinnati and they have a, a great following. So we, we try to bring in a, a bunch of different craft beers because craft beer consumers are kind of like bourbon consumers. They don't stick to the same thing. They want to try different things and experience. They try uh, to be well right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, by the way, I've had against the grain on the show uh, a while back. Adam was great, but uh, anyway, that sounds like a, a wonderful selection of, homegrown brews now do you have beer on tap at all four locations no beer on tap we just have our barrett boulevard location gotcha okay. we currently have 12 beers on tap and basically they're all craft beers we'll keep one domestic on tap and then we never keep the same craft beers on tap we're constantly changing them out for for a new brew that's cool to <laughs> satisfy the the picky palates of the beer connoisseurs now, about how often do you change those out do you think uh, it's, probably weekly i would think um we're constantly um replacing the kegs and we fill growlers and howlers as well to take to go growlers um, and howlers yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it so, this has a nice little ring to it gosh if i if i open a liquor store that may be what i name it growlers and howlers there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no don't worry i'm not gonna i'm not gonna compete against the beverage part anyway it's no secret that uh, sometimes life calls for wine and Beverage Bard proudly carries wonderful wines to suit any occasion or taste. So how about enlightening us on a few of the wines from each of the following categories, which seem to be trending in demand and popularity these days. And folks, let's start with the rosé wines. Yes, yeah, so rosé wine, we have a great one. It's uh, Cali Rosé by 19 Crimes. It's really good. It's popular. Um, 
19 Crimes is known for having the faces on the label and you can use an app and scan it and it talks to you and tells you about the crimes that the people on the bottle committed. So it's, oh, it's interesting. Kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So you get a little history lesson while you're drinking. <laughs> right. Yes. Miomi Rosé is also, a, it's a newer Rosé that's, uh, that's hit the market. With the explosion of the Rosé market, there's a lot of uh, wineries that didn't do a Rosé that now are. Uh, oh, so gosh. that's a newer one within the last year or two, and it's really sold well. It's more of a premium rosé. It's like $24, $25, but it does sell, sell pretty well. Let's stroll on along now to the sweet and dry wines. Okay, so for the sweet wines, we have a, a Cupcake Moscato Diossi. That's a big seller for us. Mm. Um, this time of year, especially, and around New Year's, a lot of people are looking for Cupcake Moscato. It's, it's a great wine, kind of bubbly. So. That's a good good way to, to drink your dessert, shall we say. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, and any other sweets that we need to touch on? Yeah, so um, another is Purple Toad. They have quite a few sweet options as far as like um, caramel apple and cotton candy. Um, they're all like fruit wines. It's local in Paducah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so... I've had Purple Toad on the show or Purple Toad on the show before as well. And uh, they do some great stuff. Yeah, they now, have a uh, huge selection. So. Yes, definitely a huge selection. That's that's an understatement. Now, uh, which dry wines do we need to sip? So as far as dry wines, one of my favorites is Seven Deadly Zins. It's Seven Deadly Zins. Mm -hmm. They make a variety of wines, Seven Deadly Zins and Seven Deadly Reds. Um, it's kind of middle of the road. It's not too dry. It's not sweet. Um, it's delicious. We also uh, have a Duckhorn, Duckhorn Winery, uh, which they're more of a premium uh, wine, which this time of year, our premium wine sales really just explode with people wanting nice bottles uh, to have a dinner with their family. Oh, sure. Let's talk about your one-of-a-kind red wines. So Smoke Tree Pinot Noir. Uh, that's one that's gotten harder to get. Uh, with all the wildfires in California, some of those vintages have been decimated uh, over the last couple of years. So the Napa Valley region and other parts of California, some of those wines are going to be harder to get uh, than within the next year or two. But Smoke Tree, uh, we've been fortunate to be able to get some of their product, and it is a great seller. It's only uh, been out on the market probably five or six years, and it's about $25 uh, price point. I see. Now, so smoke trees a dry wine then? Yes, they, they have the rosé, but they also have a Pinot Noir, which is probably their best seller of all their wines that they offer. Venturing ahead, which white wines are trending in popularity these days? So we have a pretty big selection of white wines as well, but one that I like is Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. That's pretty popular. Um, it's about $14.99. Yeah. Then we also have uh, Joe, Joe Gott uh, Chardonnay, which is another Californian wine, uh, which is under $20 point, but it's one of our best-selling uh, Chardonnays that we offer. So let's, uh, we touched on these earlier for a second, but let's expand a little more on those sparkling wines. So as far as sparkling wines, uh, they're very popular this time of year, especially once you get to Christmas and New Year's. One of the uh, most popular ones that we have is Moet. And then we oh, also yes. have Clico. Uh, they are they're premium uh, sparkling wines. They're $60 typically, sometimes more. Um, and they really pick up steam this time of the year. 
Awesome. So take advantage of that selection for sure. Last but certainly not least, those dessert wines. Justina mentioned the cupcake wine that she's quite partial to. And uh, are there any others that we need to highlight here? Old 502 out of Louisville actually has one. It's called After Chalk. After Chalk. So it's almost, it's a dessert wine that's just excellent. Uh, goes great with uh, chocolate cake or any of your other favorite desserts that you have. Or if you want After Chalk as your dessert, you know, it stands up on its own as a dessert as well. No cake needed. It's uh, <laughs> an added bonus, but. You can drink not- your dessert. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Drink your desserts <laughs> with the uh, cupcake and the after chalk and everything else that might appear on the beverage bar and shelves in the weeks and months to come. Now, uh, if we wanted to, we could spend an entire show and then some blabbing about Beverage Barn's astounding assortment of bourbons. Like you said, you've got over 200 of them and there's no way we could possibly discuss them all, but why don't let's talk about the bourbons that are uh, flying off the shelves most recently right now, along with maybe some that the two of you would possibly recommend. Okay, well, I'll take this one that first. Uh, so bourbon's near and dear to my heart. I actually have a uh, bourbon podcast called Distilled Bourbon Podcast. I love all things bourbon. I love the history, all the nostalgia that goes with it. Uh, but a few of the ones that are flying off our shelves constantly are the ones that are really allocated. You know, Henry McKenna, Eagle Rare. Uh, there's a number of bourbons that we just can't get enough of uh, that consumers are constantly wanting. You, I'm sure, Sam, you've heard of Blanton's. Oh, yeah. Which is another great, great bottle. But I'm going to talk a, about a few bottles that you can get on the shelves that, in my opinion, are excellent bourbons. One of them is Bernheim. It's out of Heaven Hill Distillery. It's a weeded bourbon. It is just excellent. Uh, another one is out, actually out of Indiana, French Lick uh, Distillery. Gotcha. Uh, French Lick, Indiana. They've got some excellent uh, bourbons and rye whiskeys that they do. As far as your personal go-tos, what, uh, which, which ones do you migrate to most quickly there, Brian? I really like Luxro. Luxro has a 12-year bourbon. Um, most of the time, it's only available at the distillery. Sometimes they do offer it in the retail. Uh, it's a high-end bourbon. It's about $130, but it is just one of my favorite bourbons that I enjoy at home. Justina, what about you? What's your favorite? So one of my favorites is Henry McKenna 10-Year. Um, that's one that's hard to find, but it's a great bourbon. Um, it's about $40. Um, another one that you could find on the shelf would be Makers 101. That's probably one of my go-tos for sure. It's a new product they just released uh, last year, I believe. Um, and it's it's great. It's excellent. Anything Makers has a special spot in the hearts of most, if not all, Kentuckians. So, <laughs> you know, take advantage of the, the Makers 101. Now, do y'all drink your bourbon straight or do you mix it? Just curious. Oh, yeah, straight. Straight. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes I'll put it on the rocks if it's like over 120. Some of those get a little hot for me, so I'll put it on the rocks, but normally me. I see. I normally mix. Don't hold it against me. <laughs> hey, Sam, we don't care how you drink your bourbon as long as you drink bourbon. There you go. And as long as we buy the bourbon from the beverage bar. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> now, uh, with the holiday season upon us, we should look no further than the beverage barn for the spirits to get us in the spirit. So what you got for the uh, for the Christmas season? 
So for Christmas, uh, we've got a pretty good selection of gift sets. Um, just about any bourbon makers, Knob Creek, they all make gift sets. And they come with cool little um, glasses or, or some kind of um, gift with that. Those are great um, for, you know, elephant, uh, white elephant or dirty Santa gifts or even just for, you know, a family member. Um, another good seller we have is Oliver uh, Apple Pie Wine. It's really oh. good. Um, this time of year, everyone's looking for it. It's a seasonal. Um, yes. <laughs> Fulton's Harvest Pumpkin. Um, it's a cream liqueur. It's so good. It tastes just go. like pumpkin. You can put it in your coffee. You can drink it on ice, uh, mix it with. Um, so that so would be a substitute for the pumpkin pie if that's missing from our there you go. dessert yeah. table. Any others that we need to throw in here? Yeah, we have a lot of beers that have um, uh, seasonal holiday, um, like Christmas ales and um, holiday spice, spice yeah. inspired beers. Yeah, holiday spice, then, I love it. <laughs> it's Christmas in your mouth, <laughs> indeed. And then indeed. everyone's favorite um, this time of year is eggnog, and we have oh, yeah. Evan Williams. Evan Williams eggnog has been a big seller, so we have. Some of that in stock for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Perfect. Yes. Evan Williams eggnog is where it's at. <laughs> Something I look forward to a lot of times at Christmas as well. So go in there and uh, shop to your heart's content. Now, it might as well be illegal to feature Beverage Barn on Blabbing in the Bluegrass without highlighting your ever popular tasting room. And we talked briefly about some of your beers on tap and those rotate on a regular basis i know but let's expand on that shall we and uh, tell us where we can find this tasting room along with what we can look forward to upon arrival yeah so uh our tasting room is at the 510 barrett boulevard location in henderson uh upon arrival you'll notice about 200 different bourbons uh some tequilas some scotches on the tasting bar that you can sample. It's a great way to try something before you buy it. Nobody wants to pay $80 for a bourbon just to take it home and realize you don't care much for it. Sure. So most of our bourbons are actually on the tasting bar. It gives people the opportunity to taste it before they buy it. But also we have allocated bottles on there that are so hard to get. We get very few of them that we put on the tasting bar so more people get the chance to try it. Uh, there's a lot of unicorn bottles out there in the bourbon industry right now just because there's uh, so few barrels produced uh, and the demand is just so high for them. But like you sure. said before, we also have 12 beers on tap. That's a great way to come in again and, and taste something before you buy it. We also do classes. So we have a class coming up on December 16th. It's a cocktail mixing class. A cocktail uh, we, mixing we have, class. Yeah, so it's a good way to educate uh, yourself prior to uh, Christmas on how to mix different cocktails. And um, so, yeah, so that's most of what we do in the tasting room. Can we taste any wine samples as well? We do, normally with the wines, though, because wines do go bad. Right. Uh, we'll have wine tastings at, periodically throughout the year. Uh, so that's not as big of a focus, uh, sure. but normally we'll have vendors come in and, and they will sample out the wine for us. And you can find all that on our Facebook, all of our events. And we also have a text loyalty club uh, where you can receive discounts and get all the updates on what's going on at the beverage barn and beverage barn tasting rooms. 
Take so join that text loyalty club to stay up to date with their wine tastings when they happen and uh, all the other rotating brews and bourbons that may become available not only to buy but also to taste in the tasting room and I'm sure you have quite a few regular tasters that show up on uh, almost a daily basis don't you oh yeah we definitely have our regulars and uh, we've got a few that's been with us since the very beginning that still come uh, a few times a week to try different things so yeah. and it, our tasting room continues to grow we continue to get new customers in from um, across the bridge in Evansville and Newburgh and Owensboro so it's great to see people coming from uh, different parts of the tri-state area. See, so you're already a re you're already regional, about to be coast to coast, border to border. So <laughs> you know, you're you're off to a darn good start with that. Now, finally, the bourbon connoisseurs in our audience owe it to themselves to enter Beverage Barn's weekly bourbon raffle. So fill us in if you would on this exciting raffle and explain how we can join the fun. Yeah, so each week we have a raffle. Uh, during COVID, it was online. Now it's actually in our store at Bear Boulevard. So each week you just come in, you sign up on a Friday and uh, tell them you're there for the raffle. You put your name, there's no purchase necessary. Uh, and then the raffle starts at 6 p.m. promptly. And we just start drawing names out of a bucket and whoever gets picked first gets their first choice of bourbon. We never advertise what we're going to put out. So it's kind of like you don't know what allocated bottles uh, we're going to raffle in, in, until the actual raffle starts. So it's the Which mystery is bourbon. It is. <laughs> and the reason we do that, because if we announce that uh, Patrick Van Winkle is going to be on our bourbon raffle, of course, everybody from three states is going to be here right. trying, to, yes. trying to buy a, <laughs> a bottle at MSRP. So that's more you than have thousands of entries. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It gives people opportunity to get bottles that they're not able to get um, or that are hard to find. Um, instead of just, you know, giving the same bottles to the same people, we give them a chance to, you know, purchase bottles that, you know, it's hard to come by. So Sure, but regardless of, of what you win, it'll be a, a rare hard-to-find bourbon that's not going to disappoint. So. No, it won't disappoint. And obviously, <laughs> if your name gets picked and you don't want anything, uh, that's fine too. There's no obligation. But uh, I just want to tell people that you do have to buy the bottles. It's illegal in Kentucky to give away uh, liquor. So, but it is at MSRP. We don't uh, we don't price them at secondary prices or anything of that nature. We, yeah, we yeah. have a standard markup that we do. I gotcha. So if you if you're uh, if you're lucky enough to win the raffle you have the privilege of buying one of these <laughs> one of a kind bourbons and, <laughs> and uh you'll certainly be glad you did now uh, brian hosts the the still podcast as he pointed out a few minutes ago so uh let's put in a little plug for that shall we brian tell us a little bit about it and uh when it comes out along with how we can access the podcast yes yeah, so you can access the podcast basically anywhere you get your podcast audible uh you know, just anywhere where you can get your, uh, wherever you get your podcast, uh -huh. we're there. Uh, but basically, it's two friends of mine, Chuck Stennett and Brent Bridges. Uh, the three of us started the podcast about three or four months ago. It's a weekly podcast that we release on Thursday. Uh, so it's it's great if you're new to bourbon or if you're a bourbon connoisseur. We go through all kinds of different things, such as, you know, the history of bourbon. We go to distilleries. Uh, we talk about cocktails. We talk about the bourbon trail. So everything there is to know about bourbon, uh, we, we talk about it. 
And uh, it's just a, a great way to educate the general public and also expand your own knowledge of the bourbon industry. Every time I do a, a podcast on bourbon, I, I learn something from either Chuck or Brent or uh, just something, just researching it. So it, it's a really a, a great podcast. So you learn from each other while you're teaching the audience. Yes, so. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Awesome. So every Thursday, you know, keep your eye out. We come out on Wednesday. So get your blabbing in the bluegrass fix on Wednesday and your distilled fix <laughs> each yeah. and every Thursday. And uh, that'll help you get through the week a little easier. Well, uh, Brian and Justine, y'all been great. Now, before we let you go, in 30 seconds or less, and we're going to hold you to it. No, we're not. But anyway, give us your best sales pitch for Beverage Barn as our one-stop shop for relaxation, refreshments, and replenishments. Well, Beverage Barn offers everyday low pricing. We have a great selection with over 10,000 different products uh, in our stores. They're well lit, uh, very clean, and they're set up very, very easily to, to shop in the stores. We also have a very knowledgeable staff that if you have any questions whatsoever, they're, they're eager to help. They're educated in uh, different spirits and uh, craft beers, so they can uh, lend you a hand. And if nothing else, they can go to Google. Google has there you anything, go. Right? <laughs> Google um, does have anything. That is not yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> we also deliver citywide in Henderson. That is a, a neat way. service. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Especially in this time of the year uh, with the holidays upon us and you may have forgotten something for your, your family dinner. Well, we'll bring it out to you if, if it's anything uh, pertaining to liquor or beer. All right. Now, I'm all about equal opportunity. Uh, Brian gave his sales pitch. Justina, would you like to give yours? I think he did a great job with the sales pitch. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say, Sam. You couldn't have said it better yourself, huh? I couldn't have. <laughs> well, I agree. That was a good one. Now, uh, talk about your four locations between Henderson and Morganfield and uh, tell us where we can find you. Well, I did forget one thing, Sam, on my speech. Oh, you're good. Uh, we, do, we do have gift certificates available at all. Oh, locations. yes. So that's a great gift if you're unsure what to get your loved one. Get your um, gift cards. Yes. But our four locations, we have three in Henderson, uh, 810 North Green Street. 460 South Green Street and 510 Barrett Boulevard. We did just open one in Morganfield last December. It's at 255 North Morgan Street. Um, we don't currently deliver in Morganfield, uh, just the Henderson area locations offer delivery gotcha. service. And we but, do have a website, uh, beveragebarnky.com. And soon you will be able to get your delivery uh, through the website. There you go. And uh, they're also on Facebook and Twitter, so you can check beverage barn out there and there is a drive-through at all four locations too correct uh three locations the barrett boulevard location does not have a drive-through gotcha but they have the tasting room to make up for it so yes they do <laughs> absolutely great so, way to make it oh well let's give them that phone number too uh 270-827-4363 if you call that number, uh, it has a prompt where you can get a hold of any location or delivery, uh, keg ordering or party planning. So that's your uh, one number for all locations. That is a menu with Justina's voice on the menu. I know I've called. It is. It is. <laughs> we also use Facebook for, um, for people contest, contact us on Facebook if they have questions for parties or, uh, you know, want to make a delivery or something, they'll, they'll contact us that way. We steer them in the right direction, but yeah, or, or if they have product requests, they can send us a picture of what they're looking for. 
Uh, it's a little easier sometimes with the pitcher because some products uh, there's you know multiple products with a similar name. Yeah, that could that could be confusing for sure. So message him on Facebook. There's also an email address on Facebook too. So if you want to email him, you can uh, contact Brian and just think of that away too. Well, thanks so much. You've been a blast, and we'll do this again sometime, people. Yeah, yeah we Thank appreciate you, Sam. Sam. Now we know you got family. We know you got friends, and we know you're going to be entertaining them on multiple occasions over these next few months. And at Beverage Barn, they've got the people to help you do it. They've got the supplies to help you do it. All you got to do is reach out, give them a call, send them a Facebook message or an email. They will be more than happy to assist. And uh, be sure to check them out Monday through Thursday between 8 a.m. and midnight. Friday and Saturday, they are open 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Sunday, you can visit them between 10 a.m. and 11 p.m. In person, that is. Of course, you can visit their online resources any old time. That includes the website, which I will link you to in my show notes, as well as their Facebook and Twitter pages. And don't forget about Brian's Distilled podcast each and every week. You won't want to miss that with also Chuck Stennett and Brent Bridges, three entertaining guys who definitely will not let you down. So with that... Why don't we cure your craving for chocolate creations, shall we? It's yet another Blabbit in the Bluegrass tourist temptation. Well, if your sweet tooth is calling you loud and clear, well, everybody's is this time of year. We've got just the perfect person to talk to from the Ruth Hunt Candy Company. They are famous for all sorts of unique sweets like those pulled cream candies and those legendary bourbon balls and much, much more, which we will cover as time progresses here. But uh, alongside here to fill us in on the uh, history of Ruth Hunt, how it all got started, how it has evolved through the years and the uh, many great products that have been added to enhance their product line over the years. Let's welcome the manager of Ruth Hunt's Lexington location, None other than Miss Riley Stafford. Hello, hello. Hello there. You are from Mount Sterling, and that, of course, is where the Ruth Hunt headquarters is located. And yes. um, <laughs> now you're working in Lexington. Do you commute back and forth from Mount Sterling, or do you live in Lexington? I live in Lexington now. Um, it was really interesting when I was looking for a place to move over here I found the perfect little house that is in the neighborhood across the street. So I'm always just a few minutes away. See, it's 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 good to be close to where you work for a variety yes. of reasons. But anyway, we're so glad you're here, Riley. Now, how long have you been a member of the Ruth Hunt Candy family? And which aspects of this journey have you found most enjoyable so far? Well, you know, as any other Mount Sterling native would say, Ruth Hunt Candy has been a part of many families, quite honestly, over the past 100 years. Um, I grew up on these sweets, so it's always been very special to me, but I've been a manager for the company for about a year and a half now. Okay, I gotcha. So you've been employed of, in other roles with Ruth Hunt before. No, um, just I've, I'm just had the role of manager, but being a Mount Sterling native and, and growing up on the product, Ruth Hunt really has been a part of 
so many different families because it's, you know, it, it's natural to see a box of assorted chocolates at your holiday gathering or to, to bring somebody a box of our chocolates on Valentine's Day. So it's always been a part of my life. So that's why I say that I, I like to think I've been a part of the family uh, All your since life. I'm the Mount Sterling native. Yes, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, even though you've only been a staff member for a year and a half you've you know you've been a a staff member at heart shall we say yes <laughs> since, exactly since day one well that's pretty awesome and here we've got um you know it's thanksgiving week christmas is on the horizon new year's not far off so i know you're not busy at all in the least oh but... of course not never <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we're sure glad that you made time for us. Now, the Ruth Hunt Candy Company recently celebrated its 100th anniversary. So they cracked the century mark, and that is pretty impressive, to say the least. So take us through the rich and fascinating history of Ruth Hunt Candy, Riley, and tell us how it all began. Well, sure. Um, I mean, that's a great question. But uh, Ruth Hunt started making candy for her family and her friends and even her bridge club many years ago. And eventually it was just, I guess you could say, decided by herself and just the rallying of her supporters that she should turn this into a business. And she started out of her own home on Richmond, Richmond Avenue in Mount Sterling, eventually moved to a small factory in town. And then of course, now we have the latest Mount Sterling location on Maysville Road and the Walton Avenue location here in Lexington. See, so it has grown and evolved tremendously. And I assume you being a Mount Sterling native, um, you probably got to know Ruth Hunt at least a little bit before she passed, didn't you? Well, no, unfortunately, um, oh, gotcha. she, she passed, uh, I believe it was in the, in the sixties. So it was before my time. Oh, okay. I see. So <laughs> a little sooner than, than I thought she did, but anyway, I know she would have been, I know she would have been a joy and <laughs> you would have loved her no doubt. Cause I you definitely, know. <laughs> I will say I've had the pleasure of meeting some of her family members and they're wonderful. So that's been very nice. Right. And I know her, um, I know her daughter, Emily ran the store for a while. Yes. And, and now the owners are Larry Kiesel and Toby Moore and uh, they're wonderful. They're wonderful to work for. I've really, really enjoyed, um, getting to know them and getting to build a relationship with them and the staff at Mount Sterling, as well as here in Lexington, because even though I had the pleasure of always being familiar with the products, I didn't have the pleasure of always knowing um, the people that were behind the candy. So that's been my treat for the past year and a half. See, and once you got to know the people, I'm sure you appreciated the products even more than you already did. <laughs> Absolutely. So, something to be said for that. Now, when, uh, when Ruth Tharp Hunt founded this incredible Kentucky institution uh, 100 plus years ago, uh, back in 1921, little did she know that her business would still be booming with now two locations in 2021. So describe what's been done, Riley, to honor and preserve 
Mrs. Hunt's commendable legacy since she stepped down and uh, passed away some years ago? Well, you know, we've put a large focus on celebrating her legacy this year since we've made it officially to 100 years in business, of course. And, you know, truthfully, I like to think we're constantly celebrating her legacy just through conversations with customers who knew and loved her and the family and listening to the memories of those who grew up grabbing treats after school with their friends and family over the years. However, um, some other ways we've gone about that. We have some gorgeous new boxes and cream candy tins now with her portrait on them and the marking of our anniversary that many customers have been very excited about. Um, other ways, the Mount Sterling and Lexington location have hosted many events in honor of, you know, what we consider, of course, this major accomplishment. We released a historic documentary and we hosted celebrations at our stores, giving away some free products and just honestly relishing in the thankfulness that comes with making it to this point. And anytime you host special events like that and give away freebies, I know that um, Ruth Hunt is smiling down on all of you folks, and she she would be so proud of those initiatives. A fair number of your customers are probably like family at this point, aren't they? Most definitely, especially, uh, of course, I've got more experience here at the Lexington location, but where we're directly across from a neighborhood, there are many familiar faces that I get the pleasure of seeing on a regular basis, and so I've of course, very much enjoy that. A lot of times, do any of them walk in and you can sort of read them like a book and you know what they want? <laughs> absolutely. I could, I could tell you right now, there are orders that I have absolutely memorized. And the second I see them walk through the door, I just start preparing it. You just start grabbing stuff, putting it together. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's part of the fun though. But yes, <laughs> anyway, now um, among the many... Ruth Hunt uh, sweets that have pleased picky palates for generations is that ever popular Kentucky pulled cream candy. I can taste it now. So yes. Riley, uh, talk to us if you would about Ruth Hunt's craveable pulled cream creations and explain what makes them so irresistible. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a tough one. Um, I would say that those in the factory that live with the cream candy day in and day out, uh, they could probably describe the details of what's involved in the process better to you than I could. But I can say that there are many different factors that make it irresistible. I get a lot of tourists in my store that come into town for bourbon tours or for the horses. Maybe they're visiting family and so many people I find um, have never heard of cream candy. So when you tell them about it, they're always eager to try. And very rarely is it the case that somebody doesn't fall in love with it immediately. I think many of our customers grew up with their grandparents, haven't always made the cream candy. And there's just, I don't know, a, a powerful nostalgia to it for many. So of sure. course, it doesn't hurt that it's made fresh and oh, no. homemade by those who make it their mission to, I guess, perfect the recipe, if you will. But yeah, there are many reasons one could find it special. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And the most important ingredient of all that they use and all the time that they put in, the most important ingredient, no doubt, is love. So. Yes. 
turns out that small town love. <laughs> love makes everything taste better. Now, uh, anyway, what, what are some of the different varieties of pulled cream candies we can choose from? Well, um, many different varieties. Of course, the classic plain cream candy. We have the dark chocolate covered cream candy, milk chocolate, strawberry as well. And every now and again, every now and again for a special time of the year, we've had mint flavored before. We had that once for St. Patrick's and um, we've also had a, I don't know what you would call it, maybe that uh, orange cream, that orange cream sort of flavor. We've had that before as oh, I love uh, it. a little seasonal treat, but what we have all year round, of course, is like I said, the plain, the dark chocolate, the milk chocolate, and the strawberry. See, so from strawberry to orange cream to mint on occasion you're going to find the flavor <laughs> designed with you in mind <laughs> in the uh, in the pulled cream department now it goes without saying riley that uh ruth hunt's uh classic caramels are truly the cream of the caramel crop so walk us through your wide array of caramel concoctions if you would that we can choose from there at ruth hunt's oh my goodness well you've got all the options you could dream of. Of course, we've got the classic homemade caramels that so many love, but we also have sea salt, milk chocolate covered caramels, plain milk chocolate, plain dark chocolate caramels, plain bourbon caramels. And of mm. course, um, let us not forget our dark chocolate sea salt bourbon caramels in the house as well. So whatever it is, your taste buds are after, you can be sure we will likely have it on hand for those that are caramel fans. Absolutely. If you can imagine that they've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Now, what's your what's your favorite caramel there, Riley? Oh my goodness, that's tough. Um, well, I'm I'm a sea salt lover, so I would probably say the milk chocolate sea salt caramel. That's milk probably chocolate my favorite. sea salt. That sounds amazing. But you wouldn't turn any of them down if they were set in front of you, would you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that is just my problem right there is being surrounded by this candy every day. Yeah. I mean that would be my hardest part about being a manager of a candy store like you. I mean I would be I would be grabbing handfuls of candy every time I turned around. <laughs> Well, who said I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> no shame, dear. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, since 1996, Riley, the name Ruth Hunt has been synonymous with simply sensational bourbon balls. So uh, tell us how these earn such a rave review constantly day in and day out for uh, over two decades and enlighten us on the uh, bourbon ball varieties produced by Ruth Hunts. Oh my goodness. Well, we are certainly known for our bourbon balls. That's for sure. It's remained one of the most popular products through the years. Um, I would say that there's more than one answer to that question. Kentucky's, of course, everyone's bourbon destination. So the expectations are high. Oh, for sure. Any customer that seeks to try one for the first time. I have a lot of people that come in there and have have a, their first bourbon ball ever. So, um, so many things that go into that. Of course, we use quality bourbon and we have a small staff of people that just truly care and really put the work in. The team at Ruth Hunt Mount Sterling and here in Lexington care about each other and the product. So 
the same way Ruth Hunt started making all of her confections that we love today, you know, we've kept that love in the house. And like you and I were saying earlier, there's just something to that. Now, what are some of the wonderful varieties of these bourbon balls that we can put in our mouth and savor? So, of course, you can have the classic bourbon ball or you can have a mint julep bourbon ball and then some of our other they might not be um, what you would necessarily classify as a bourbon ball but some other bourbon varieties we have a bourbon butter crunch and that would be similar to like an english toffee mm. if you if you if you're familiar with toffee with um uh, oh, sure. bourbon bourbon in that and that's absolutely delicious we have and, and I talked about some of these before, like the plain bourbon caramels, and we offer a sampler box. Of course, we partner with Woodford and we use their bourbon. So we have a lovely box that for that customer that wants to try a little bit of everything, they can come in and get the sampler box and try all of our products that we make with bourbon in them. There you go. And you're, you know, you're using Woodford from uh, just over the road and for sale. So it's, yes. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Kentucky proud in every sense of the phrase. Absolutely. <laughs> you can go a long way with uh, bourbon and a little bit of love. Back to your personal preference. If you had to choose a bourbon ball, what, what's your go-to there, Riley? Oh my goodness. Well, if it's between bourbon balls specifically, and I was choosing between the classic or the mint julep, I would pick the classic. Now of all the bourbon ball, or I'll say all of the bourbon variety that we carry, I would go back to the caramels and I would probably pick our dark chocolate sea salt bourbon caramel. It is to die for. Dark chocolate sea salt bourbon caramel. <laughs> That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is a mouthful, <laughs> but I can taste it. And I yes. tell you, <laughs> they're out of this world. It's worth the effort to get it out to, <laughs> to get some, <laughs> you know, to get some candy in there afterwards. So, <laughs> yes, Absolutely. take uh, take Riley up on her recommendations and everything else. Get the variety pack. You won't be disappointed in anything. <laughs> yes, in that, no uh, doubt. That's in that variety pack. Now, um, if our day lacks a smile, or even if it doesn't, for that matter, it's an absolute must. Uh, to get our hands on one of Ruth Hunt's taste-tempting Blue Monday bars. Yes. So if you would, uh, give us the scoop on these mouth-watering masterpieces and describe how these Blue Monday bars will literally melt away our blues. Oh, well, so many people know the story, but I know that there are many out there who do not, but Ruth Hunt actually came up with the Blue Monday before she ever even had a name for the product. So what it is, for those who aren't familiar, it's cream candy covered in a rich layer of delicious dark chocolate. Mm. All those years ago, I believe it was around the 1930s. Um, there were many traveling ministers that would be in certain cities at certain times of the year, and Ruth Hunt was a Sunday school teacher in her church for many years, so I believe the story goes that she was having a conversation with one of these ministers, and he went on to have a conversation with her about how um, after preaching a sermon on Sunday and making efforts to prepare for the following week that he always looked to treat himself on those blue Mondays and that just sort of stuck with her oh and that and name that name just sort of caught on 
Yes. I mean, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about keeping the love in the house, just a connection and a friendship that Ruth made with a minister coined the phrase on a candy bar that has stood the test of time. I mean, the connections, the sense of community, they're just found everywhere when it comes to what we do and the traditions that we're carrying on. See, and it doesn't even have to be a blue Monday. It can be a blue any day that ends in Y. And all you have to do, <laughs> all you have to do is stick one of those puppies in your mouth and, and you know, all will be cured and you'll be smiling. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect, perfect with coffee. Great with an L8. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, yeah. You're from Central Kentucky, though. You've got to like L8. Definitely. It's a sin. It's the cardinal sin. You don't like sin. your life. What you <laughs> it's a sin not to. I agree. <laughs> and um, also readily available at concession stands throughout Rupp Arena. Okay, maybe I made that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to a game at Rupp, you know you're not far from the Ruth Hunt Candy Company. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. Come on down. We've got lots of UK here. There you go. And, and, and that leads right into our next item of business here, Riley, because... You know, your legendary candy constantly uh, receives praise and attention and with good reason, but uh, we'll find more than just candy on Ruth Hunt's shelves. So you mentioned the, the UK gear briefly, so let's expand on that a little more, why don't we? Fill us in on the marvelous masterpieces outside of the candy realm available for purchase there at Ruth Hunt's. Well, that's another great question. Um, the options are nearly limitless, to be perfectly honest with you. We're known to sell many Kentucky Proud products in the store, and we like it that way. Uh, the way that we see it, if we expect people to shop local with us, we want to serve our other local vendors in any way that we can. So you can find a variety of local jams, jellies, salsas, honey, different um, delicious spices and other great gifts when you come and you shop with us. We've got some fantastic local books as well of all varieties, especially if you're looking for a wonderful cookbook. We have um, a lovely cookbook by Weta Michael right now that's flying off the shelves. So that's a great gift for those that are still on the shopping hunt for the holidays. Awesome. Lots of UK gear, like I said before. So for everybody that loves to go tailgating, there is honestly so much that you can find. We have an entire shelf dedicated to um, the University of Kentucky. And it. another thing, another thing to add on when it comes to just that shopping experience with us and how there, you know, we are so much more than the chocolate. We were incredibly busy last year because we're also a contract unit for the post office. Oh, uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so many of those that couldn't travel to see their family last year for the holidays, they would buy a few great gifts, great gifts from us and ship them off right there in our store. So it's a major convenience for the customer, and I know it helps so many of our folks through the holiday season. Patrons have the opportunity, Riley, to observe Ruth Hunt's candy production process by touring your Mount Sterling facility as well as your Lexington shop there. So without spoiling too, too much, give us a little snapshot of what we can enjoy while visiting Ruth Hunt's headquarters or the Lexington location. 
Well, you know, unfortunately, currently with COVID complications being so prevalent, we're not offering tours in the factory at this time. Oh, understandable. Yeah, we've not really decided when they may become available again, but that's just because, of course, our first priority is to protect our customers and staff and the product. So there's no word on when those tours will be back in session, but I can say that previously when we were holding tours, they were fantastic and the company's been giving them for years. As a matter of fact, I remember going on a tour to Repunt Candies Factory in elementary school myself. Oh, on a field trip. Yes, and we watched a video and we got to taste some of the most fresh product right off the line. And it was a memory I will never forget to this day. I just still hold it against my mom that she didn't send me with more money to buy more candy from the store. (laughs) The only problem was you just didn't get enough, did you? Yeah, now the tables have turned and my mother's getting her candy here at the store from me. See, she's reaping the benefits of her daughter being a manager at Ruth Hunt. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, she got the better end of the deal on the the candy front. Yeah. um, (laughs) Anytime, though, anytime that the tours are offered, hopefully at some point in the near future, we're able to bring that back, but I'm not quite sure. Now, of course, all the candy is made in the factory in Mount Sterling. Right. So a little bit of a little different experience if you come to Lexington, but we do get a lot of tourists, like I said, those that come in for the bourbon experience or for the horses or just to visit with family. We love talking to those people. I mean, in one week, I might have a family come in from Texas, two sisters from South Carolina, and then um a brother and an uncle from New York. I mean, that exact thing has happened to me all in the matter See, of a week. And you think, you think that? a candy shop in the middle of Lexington, you, you just don't expect that variety from this place, that place, and the other. And so we really try to give them the experience by just explaining the history to them through conversation and, and giving them the opportunity to try any of the delicious sweets that they would like. There you go. And just developing a rapport with mm-hmm. your customers. So that's that's a big part of the experience, too. But yeah, it's, it's great that you have so many visitors from coast to coast and border to border and beyond. Yes, <laughs> it's been wonderful. You. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome so keep your keep your eyes open for uh when those factory tours resume in the meantime uh you can go there and bond with them and then come to lexington and bug riley i'm sure she won't mind yeah come on <laughs> and she'll enlighten you all the history give you some samples and you know if, if you leave there without a smile on your face well it's your own fault so there you go that's exactly right <laughs> anyway uh in addition to your two Central Kentucky stores, where else can we stock up on our favorite Ruth Hunt candy fixtures, Riley? Well, um, there's so many different places, but I'll try to think of a few. I know that you can find us at many local Kroger's, uh, liquor barns, and there are some special little places like we're at the Artisan Center in Ashland or, of course, at the Kentucky Derby Museum in Louisville. Sure. 
the horse park and just other various gift shops or little tourist attractions in the state. So you never know where you might find us, but those are a few of the highlighted places that I know you'll find us for sure. And we can also purchase Ruth Hunt candy online, correct? Absolutely. From the comfort of your own home. That's what I tell a lot of my uh, travelers is I'll, I'll send them off with a catalog and I'll say, after you share all this candy you've bought today with your family back there in whatever state it may be, they're going to want to order some. So I'm just going to go ahead and send you with a catalog. <laughs> Indeed, because no matter how much you give them, <laughs> it ain't going to be enough. So exactly. <laughs> well, Riley, you've been great. I sure appreciate you joining us. Now, last but certainly not least, in 30 seconds or less, and you're going to be held to a real tight time clock, not. Oh, no. <laughs> Only kidding. <laughs> but uh, explain what makes Ruth Hunt the ultimate candy authority in the Commonwealth. Oof. No pressure. That's yeah, no pressure, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. It's it's hard yeah. to put into words, isn't it? It is. But I think if I had to sum it up, I would say it's easy to find good chocolate. Um, yes. You know, if it wasn't, there wouldn't be so many successful businesses in our state or let alone just our city here in Lexington. But this place, Ruth Hunt Candy, is dripping with history, heart, and tradition. And, you know, the people that come back to us are the same people that have a favorite booth in a restaurant that they frequented in college. Sure. They're the same people, you know, they're the same people that use their grandmother's pumpkin pie recipe every Thanksgiving. The history we hold is the kind that you look back on lovingly. So I think just the nostalgic memories are in the walls for these families. I mean, we're talking about the people that were raised on cream candy being at their holiday gathering or a box of our chocolates greeting them when they moved into their first home with their new little family from a neighbor. So it's not something you advertise, I would say. Those connections just exist. And we're exactly. just eternally grateful that they've continued to exist uh, year after year and time after time. See, it's it's the camaraderie between the customers and the employees, and it's the the history and the you know the the tradition that oozes from the place. Those set Ruth Hunt apart from the rest of the pack. There's good chocolates, and then there's Ruth Hunt chocolates. So you know, yes. <laughs> they're they're in a league of their own. But anyway. Um, you are online at RuthHuntCandy.com, and uh, we can also find you, Riley, on uh, Facebook at Ruth Hunt Candies, Twitter at Ruth Hunt Candies, and it's at Ruth Hunt Candy, no plural, just singular, on Instagram. And why don't you give us the uh, addresses for your places there in Lexington and Mount Sterling? Sure. Well, of course, our address here is 213 Walton Avenue, right here in the heart of Lexington. And then it's 550 Maysville Road in Mount Sterling. Okay, so those two are probably, what, about 30 miles apart or so? Just about. That's what I was going to estimate. But anyway, <laughs> worth a visit to both of them. And what are those store hours, Riley? 
Well, they're about to change. Um, after Thanksgiving, we will be open. Well, let me just tell you what they are right now, and then I'll get into that. So Monday through Saturday, we are open 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. On Sundays, we're open 1 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Um, that's about to shift after Thanksgiving and until the Christmas holiday is over, we will be open 8.30 in the morning, Monday through Saturday, and we will close at 6 p.m. Mm. Actually, just kidding. That's Monday through Friday. And then okay. Saturday is going to, Saturday and Sunday will remain um, the same. But Monday through Friday, you'll have 30 minutes more to run over here and, and get a treat. See, so you'll have an extra half hour to work with in the afternoons. There on you Monday, go. yes. <laughs> on Monday through Friday. Saturday, it'll still be, 8 30 to 5 30 and I guess that Sunday will stay the same too right 1 to 5 30 yes perfect so keep those in mind for your Christmas holiday shopping and um did we have any Black Friday specials going on over there Raleigh <laughs> we don't necessarily have um a Black Friday special but you should sign up for um you should get on www.ruthhuntcandy.com, sign up for our promotions. If you enter your email address, any special offers that we do have going on, you'll be the first to know. Yeah. And there are going to be um, a couple special treats coming out um, here in a bit. We're advertising through a few different outlets. So for those that are already signed up for the promotions, you might find yourself a $5 coupon. I don't know. You didn't hear it from me. Um, <laughs> so it just depends. But yeah, there are many ways to look for promotions and find out about some special offers if you sign up for them on our website. So yeah, and, and there doesn't have to be any Black Friday specials per se for you to come to Ruth Hunt on Black Friday and, and enjoy yourself. So, you know. <laughs> we'll be open. Yes, we will not be here Thanksgiving, but uh, we'll be back bright and early at 8.30 on Friday morning. Friday and, morning uh, and for your ready shopping to... pleasure. Yes, everybody's going to need some chocolate, some sugar to keep them going through the craziness of Black Friday. Exactly. We're filling up on salty stuff Thursday, so we got to have the, the sweets to balance it out. So. You said it. That's exactly <laughs> right. Anyway, well, enjoy your holiday season, Riley, and make sure you eat a few extra bourbon balls for me over there, will you? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Now, we all know at least one person who could use some joy in their life in the form of a chocolate, something that's just as sweet as them, if not sweeter. And there's no better place to get it than Ruth Hunt Candy Company. Plus, it's oh so easy to shop online at ruthhuntcandy.com. I'll link you there in my show notes, too. So there's simply no excuse. And you can use that website also to learn more about them, stay up to date with what they've got going on in terms of giveaways, special promotions, and so forth. Of course, they're all over social media, like we mentioned. And you can pay them a visit in Lexington, as well as in Mount Sterling, where the original headquarters and factory is located. So go see Riley. Tell her Sam sent you. She'll be glad you did, and I will be glad to hear that you did. Okay? So uh, it was certainly a pleasure chatting with Riley about the fascinating story behind Ruth Hunts and, of course, the, uh, the gourmet goodies that they proudly produce for us, their valued customers. 
on a regular basis. And before that, I thoroughly enjoyed speaking with Brian and Justina McDaniel, who proudly own the Beverage Barn with four convenient locations in Henderson and Morganfield. Don't forget about them for all your spirit needs throughout this upcoming holiday season and far beyond. Now, before we wrap this up and get to our great-tasting Thanksgiving plates, I do have the answer to this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster. I wanted to know where in Kentucky was the late, great Duncan Hines born? And your answer is Bowling Green. Yep, Duncan Hines was born in the Corvette City in 1880. He actually attended Western Kentucky University, my alma mater, only back then it was known as Bowling Green Business College. He went there for two years, didn't quite get a degree, and then he moved on, ultimately became a very successful salesman, and in his travels he made note of all the restaurants that he thoroughly enjoyed, and he later published information about these restaurants, in a book which was known as Adventures in Good Eating. And uh, there's probably still some copies lurking out there somewhere, even though a handful of the restaurants that he mentioned no longer exist. And of course, later his name would be put on uh, a variety of food products, such as the one-of-a-kind cake mix, which most of you are undoubtedly familiar with and have in your cabinet. That Duncan Hines cake mix and Duncan Hines, the man behind the brand, was born in Bowling Green. That's the answer to your Bluegrass Brain Buster. We'll have another one next week. Our show will be out. Gosh, it's hard to believe it'll be December when our next show comes out. But indeed it will. That'll be December 1st, as a matter of fact. Be here between now and then. Email me at bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com. Like and subscribe to the Blabbing in the Bluegrass Facebook page where you can find all of my previous shows. Stay up to date with information and teasers on future programs as presented. Make comments, leave messages, and also listen to and subscribe to Blabbing in the Bluegrass free of charge via Apple. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Verbal. Never miss a minute of the program or I will miss you. So until we meet again, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. You know your assignment. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep gobbling, or I mean keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.